0: This is Nerd Moments with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Original Strike. All right, I think it's recording. Okay. All right. Hey guys, it's uh, Danny and.
1: Tim. I am Tim.
0: I am Tim. He's Tim. Not me. Not me. Anyways. Tim and Danny here on the podcast, and we have Dr. Mike with us for another nerd moment, and he is going to be talking about proper tongue placement. I was told I cannot giggle when I say proper tongue placement, so I, I did a good job. Just talk. keep in mind
1: as you listen that this is a family show. Family show. Family show. All right. Dr. Mike, tell us about the tongue and where mm-hmm. more- put <laughs> uh,
2: Thanks, Tim, uh, for that wonderful uh, lead in there, that was perfect for a family show, as we are we are a family show. Um, you guys
1: can't hear, but Danny's laughing. She's crying. Well, go ahead, Dr. Mike. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, in Original Strength, we talked about part of the resets, and, and part of that is actually putting the, the tongue in the proper place, and along with the tongue, you really have to pull the bottom jaw with it. You really can't separate those two things out. Um, when you start looking at the, the literature, there are some that actually call the the jaw as it's actually part of a sensory motor system in and of itself. It's kind of cool as the way they look at how the jaw works and how it ties in with uh, human posture, uh, human performance, if you will, as well. So, um, but within that is we want to talk about this a little bit and why it's so important. Uh, number one, we know that when we're born, the actual natural state is with the bottom jaw closed and the tongue is actually at the roof of the mouth. That's how we should be. Because then it sets us up for proper nasal breathing, how we should actually breathe. Uh, but I think tongue placement and jaw placement need to be kind of understood a little bit better, so people understand how important it is. So that kind of like step one, then you get step two proper, then you can build step three on top of step two. Uh, exactly. So it's just that uh, that progression we talk about within the neural developmental sequence. Uh, I think as adults, because we've screwed it up so bad. Sometimes if we actually learn it properly, then we'll understand why it's so important and we do it right. Um, So one of the things that that I don't know if people really realize is um, as soon as you drop your mouth open uh, and to to go to that uh, mouth breathing, if you will, how a lot of people spend their lives, as soon as you open that bottom jaw, you actually lose what's called tensegrity of the the cervical spine. So that stability of the cervical spine in in three dimensions. And so a big part of that is um, there's two muscles in the neck that actually in the cervical spine, the anterior cervical spine that are responsible for a oh, huge part of stability. Sorry about that. I think that was my phone that dinged. I think it uh, was. <laughs> and it's the longest coli uh, that we talked quite a bit in, uh, in uh, OS Pro. And then you have uh, the... Uh, uh, let me look at the other one. Now. I just went blank because it's one of the capitus muscles, and my brain went blank on which capitus muscle it is. And what's great is when your handwriting sloppy is, you've made notes. Why am I losing place of it?
1: Just look for the capital letters.
2: <laughs> see, it's longest capitus. See, there you go. Longest. See, and I thought that's what it was. Longest. So, yeah. longest capitus and longest coli. Uh, And those actually have connections, direct connections with uh, the tongue and the muscles of mastication or the muscles of chewing. Uh, A cool thing, research actually shows that force transmission, uh, about 30 to 40 percent of the force transmission from the muscles actually goes through the bonds or the connections, think the fascial connections between those muscles. And so once you open the bottom jaw, you actually slack those connections And you lose proper force production, so longus coli and longus capitis can no longer stabilize the cervical spine appropriately. You lose that tensegrity, you lose that tensegrity, and you lose that stability uh, of the cervical spine. When you lose stability of the cervical spine, uh, head drifts forward, so anterior head carriage, whatever you want to call it, forward head posture. Forward head posture then leads to pulling the thoracic spine forward or rounding of the shoulders, and then it puts you in this really, really uh, unathletic, Really compromised position with that 90 uh, year old grandma with the hunchback look, everything's pushed forward. Um, so that's really how important getting the mouth closed. Uh, but it's not just getting the mouth closed, there's actually, when you look at where the tongue goes, uh, there's two places people talk about. And looking at the research, I would say one's more ideal than the other. Uh, at least that's my opinion and my interpretation of it. Um, some will say uh, you just close the mouth and the tongue is pressed on the back of the incisors, the two teeth. Um, there was actually a cool study done, and I talked about this, at, uh, I talked about this before to, at OS Pro, but where they actually just had people close their mouth and push the tongue against the incisors and actually improved their balance. They were able to decrease what's called center of gravity sway, and so they were able to decrease the velocity of that sway, so they increased their balance. Um, but then there's other research that said they showed they did it in three positions, and and I've talked about this one in the past as well at OS Pro, but they were looking at force production in both knee extension and, and knee flexion. And they did it one with the mouth open, tongue's completely not in contact. The mid position was mouth closed with the tongue pressed against the incisors. The top position was tongue closed mouth, and that's what they call the palatine spot. If you know what that is, basically take your tongue, roll up the back of your teeth through the big rough area of skin, and then you get to the little rough area of skin kind of at that transitional point, that's where the palatine spots at. Um, There's some different theories as to why it's such a powerful spot. Some say it has to do with the way the nerves run through that area. There's a cluster of nerves that actually create great stimulation, great afferent input into the uh, vestibular system. It would help create uh, greater balance and greater stability. Um, But the one research study where they they looked at the mouth positions, they actually, it's kind of funny because I as you go through what they concluded and then what their, their data showed, I'm not sure if they, uh, I guess because it didn't have a great enough variance for them to say it made a significant difference. But when you go through um, basically torque output and speed, uh, the acceleration and deceleration were greater with both the tongue in the mid position of the scissors or incisors, and then in the palantine spot, and the palantine spot actually destroyed the other twos when you looked at the amount of torque you can produce as well as uh, how fast you could accelerate and how fast you could decelerate. Um, Pretty significant differences in those. They concluded that it didn't have much effect on flexion, but uh, a greater effect on extension, which would make sense at least in in an upright postural position since the extensors are more the muscles of balance, if you will, of upright posture. Uh, That being said, it would make sense that by putting your tongue in the proper place, jaw in the proper place, uh, creating that better posture, you would have greater strength, greater, greater um, reaction time, so greater acceleration, deceleration within those extensor muscles.
1: So basically out of the three positions, the strongest position was tongue on the roof of the mouth towards the back on the soft spot of the, the, the roof of the mouth.
2: Yes. Yes, the Palantine spot, as they call it. Yep. Palantine. So that that's kind of cool because um
1: you know you and I've been talking back and forth a little bit and I've been playing with tongue position when I train, um, usually uh, like like playing with the, the Palantine spot that you're talking about and I've noticed that I've got much more stability when I'm doing overhead carries or things that require balance and. But the biggest thing is, it's so much easier to breathe with the diaphragm when the tongue is pressed in that spot. Um, you can really fill up the lungs effortlessly, uh, and it just feels so different than normal.
2: Yeah, interesting point. I mean, it's cool you made that. We've, you know, you've made that connection and, and talked about that point. There's, uh, I was doing some reading on on how they look at when the tongue sits there, and there's actually two seals that the tongue creates, or when the mouth's in the proper position. The first seal, what they call the outer seal, is is the lips and the teeth being together the lips uh, lightly together the teeth lightly together and with the tongue just in the normal spot where we talk about just there behind the front teeth that, that creates this great front seal so that the air can't come in the mouth but there's also a, a seal in the back that actually decreases the amount of space that so it goes down the throat versus having the, the oral cavity to play in if you were to bounce around so think about as you bring your tongue up you're actually making that that posterior seal, at least in theory I would say, you make that posterior seal tighter so that you're going from your nose and it's really much more of a straight shot down the windpipe. Right down the windpipe. So that might explain part of why it's easier to breathe.
0: Actually, um, when I was teaching a workshop in Utah, there was a pediatric uh, doctor there and he was talking about... um, Ringing, of course was um, so he was you know, Make it stop. talking to us about something called the sniff test and they use they, they tell kids to take a big sniff to help get the air in deeper uh, so and by automatically taking a big whiff or a big sniff your tongue immediately goes into that spot and it allows the windpipe to open up and the, it, it makes the airway clear. So he was talking about that. And I think that seems very, uh, also, you know, I've used that in workshops just as a option for people that are having trouble finding where that natural spot is. Just take a big sniff. Yep. Now, I am like One sitting here is taking big whiffs while they're listening. Well, no,
1: so they're probably confused because they don't know if they're supposed to take a whiff or a sniff. A sniff,
0: so, a sniff and a whiff. Which is? Maybe both. Maybe both. both.
2: Is, is there a difference in the definition of a sniff and a whiff, Danny?
0: That next nerd moment, right?
2: Yeah, we're gonna talk about that.
1: I, You know, just, just being from Fuquay, I think there's a big difference in a sniff and a whiff. A whiff is when you get a, a hint of an odor, you you smell something. A sniff is, you could just be breathing in. You could be sniffing up snot if you wanted to. I mean, so I think there is a difference.
0: That's a sniffle. <laughs>
1: Break the root, what's the root word of a sniffle? Sniff? Yeah. <laughs>
0: See, now, now people have learned a whole bunch of new things.
1: Sniffle, whiffle. So whiffle yeah, they,
2: they've stuff. learned close your mouth, get your tongue where it needs to be when you breathe properly. You need tongue. to learn how to take a proper sniff mm-hmm. and how to take a proper whiff.
0: That's a pretty solid nerd moment, I think.
2: Or, or
1: they've learned how to generate more power in their body by putting their tongue on the top of their mouth in the back or into salt. <laughs>
2: palate. Yes, they it, have. And how to be much, much more stable as well.
0: That's a pretty good closing right there. That was, that was pretty legit, guys. All right, Mike, you got anything else you want to add to this nerd moment?
2: No, I think that's it. Keep your mouth shut, your tongue at the roof of your mouth, and breathe through your nose.
0: And yes. <laughs> yes yes that
1: should conclude our family show today
0: very family-like okay mike thank you for coming on with another nerd moment we will uh be getting back up with mike soon for another one so please join us and make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends and we will see you guys later or hear you guys or talk to you guys you won't hear we won't hear you you'll hear us i don't know tim fix it i don't know say something better
1: good night everyone thanks for playing.
0: Bye. (laughs) AHHHHH <laughs>